You are listening to the Marriage Mindset Podcast with Heather Flake, episode number 29, one sentence away. Hey, did you know that it's not your spouse's job to make you happy? That's your job. I'm Heather Flake, a certified life coach and member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, and I'm here to show you how to change your mind so you can change your marriage. You ready? Let's go. Yoo-hoo. Welcome to the podcast. Thanks so much for tuning in. Okay, today we are going to be talking about power sentences. So I know I've mentioned this, but back in November, I went to an event with Brooke Castillo from the Life Coach School. And that's basically what the whole three days was about, were the sentences in our brain. So sentences is just another way to think of thoughts, right? Like we have tons of thoughts that we think all the time. Some of them serve us, some of them don't. But Brooke took it a step further in making it even more simple and more powerful by talking about sentences. So I want to ask you right now, what are the sentences that are running your marriage right now? What is it? What is the sentence or sentences that you tend to think over and over and over again And what is the effect that they're having on your relationship and on your life? All right. So I love this idea that you really are just one sentence away from changing your marriage at any given point. Let me give you some examples. This is so hard. I'm not good at this. I'm not a good wife. My husband drives me freaking crazy. I don't know what to do. I'm really hurting. This is so much harder than I thought it was going to be. Dude, this is amazing. I love having him as my partner. Our marriage is strong. We are united and on the same team. I love my life. I love being married to this person. I love me. Right? Do you get do you get the drift here people? Sentences. What are the sentences in your mind? What are the sentences that specifically align with your marriage? This is really simple, but it's so powerful. Let me give you some more ideas. So, if you want to see changes, for example, If you want to have a better sex life, guess what? You're just one sentence away. And if you want more connection and better communication, maybe you just want greater companionship. Maybe you want to be more unified with your spouse. Guess what? You are literally one sentence away from creating that for yourself. Isn't that phenomenal? It honestly is so amazing and I promise you that this is true. This is great news because you don't have to actually change who your spouse is. You don't have to change their behavior. You don't have to get rid of them and find a new spouse to be with in order to feel or create or have the kind of things that you want in your relationship. You are just a sentence away. So I'm going to talk to you today briefly about these sentences, how to form them, how to get rid of sentences that aren't serving us, how to identify the sentences that are running our marriage. Okay, so step one is you have to know the sentences that are driving your marriage, right? So you want to just know what they are. Are they, this is really challenging, it's not working, we're very different from each other, I'm so judgmental of him. What are they? You have to be able to get these sentences out. And honestly, the only, and really how you do this is insanely simple. You just have to be honest and then you just have to have a device to capture these sentences with. So that could be pen and paper, that could be on your computer, that could be uh, doing a voice memo, whatever it is. I just want you to take inventory of your relationship by identifying the sentences that you have. Okay, that's it. So just identify them. 
Step number two is just to identify the sentences in your brain that are derailing your relationship or that are just honestly causing the exact opposite of what you want. I love how Brooke says it. She says, new results are going to require new decisions, right? So if you want something different, if you want a new result, you are going to have to start making decisions that are new, that are different. Step number three You have to commit to never thinking that sentence ever again. Doesn't that sound easy? (laughs) Here's the thing. I think it can sound really overwhelming to hear that sentence. And I think it just, it sounds like, LOL, that's not possible. But let me tell you about this because I've been doing this work myself. And the first sentence that I did this with and that I'm still doing it with is this. I'm so tired. I think and say that sentence aloud so many more times a day than I want to. And so that's the sentence I have been committed to getting rid of, right? It just, it doesn't serve me. It doesn't matter. Even if I am tired, I don't want to walk around believing and saying that all day. Like I'm just super over it. So I made a commitment to never think that sentence again. And once I made that commitment, guess what? That sentence kept coming up even more and more for me. So just because you're making this decision doesn't mean that thought is never going to cross your mind again. Of course it is. But once you commit to stop thinking a sentence, you have a level of awareness that you've never had before. And so you notice when that sentence comes into your brain. Like before, you're kind of just on autopilot. You don't even recognize how often you say or think that sentence. But then once you are intentional enough, you sit down, you get the sentences out, you find the one that's causing you some problems, and then you say out loud or you make a commitment like, hey, I'm going to consciously work to not think this sentence anymore. Magic starts to happen. Committing to not thinking that sentence ever again is key. It's, It's like this. It's like deciding that, hey, you know what, I'm not gonna eat donuts all month or I'm not gonna eat donuts this year. And then what happens? Everywhere you go, there are donuts. All of a sudden, everyone's bringing donuts to work and to your house and the bakery down the street opens a new donut shop. Like, right, that that's just how life goes. So just expect when you are trying to change a sentence, expect it to be there. Expect the sentence to keep coming up. But I'm gonna teach you some tools right now that it will help you to know what to do with the sentence. But the overall goal here is to be aware. I want you to be able to recognize every time that sentence comes into your mind. The other thing I want you to recognize is that you have the power to to delete it, to redirect it, to send it away. Okay, because you are the keeper of your brain. You are the filter. You are the parent. You're the manager, the boss. You are the protector. You have to keep your brain safe. You guys, just like if you are a parent and you have you have children, it's your job to keep them safe, right? It's your job to clothe them and to make sure they have food and that they're taken care of and that they're getting an education. And if they're sick, you take them to the doctor, like you protect them. It's the same with your brain. You have to protect your brain. You have to be really picky about what you are going to let in to your head because It creates how you feel, how you feel creates how you act, how you act creates your results. It all starts with our thoughts. It's super important. So here are some things that you can do. First, I'm going to give you kind of an example of what this looks like. The steps of stopping thinking that sentence that just totally isn't serving you anymore. Okay. So once you've identified that sentence, like my example was, oh, I'm so tired. Once you identify the sentence, you just want to notice every time it comes into your brain. And I'm going to use the example of a bad boyfriend. 
So let's pretend that you're in a relationship with a, you know, a person and they're just, they're not good for you. It's a bad boyfriend. You know that you need to break up. It's not a good fit, but, oh, like kissing sometimes is just so fun and he's cute and he buys you things, but ultimately, you know that it's not a good fit that you need to break up, right? But you know that that's going to be hard. So here's what you do. You break up. Boyfriend's name is Brad. You say, listen, Brad, you've been great, but like, I got to go. I'm breaking up with you. What's going to happen? Brad is going to text you. He's going to come to your house and try to serenade you outside of your window. He's going to knock on your door. He's going to send you flowers. You're going to be at the supermarket. You're going to look down the aisle. Who are you going to see? Brad. He's going to be everywhere because you are trying so hard to get him out of your life. But here's what you do. You don't need to control Brad. Brad can call you as much as he wants. He can knock on your door. He can send you chocolates, but you just don't open the door. And if Brad texts you, you just don't open or ever read the text. You can even block his number if you want. If you see Brad in the store, you can just acknowledge that it's Brad. Hey, Brad, Godspeed, take care, keep living your life, right? It's the exact same with your thoughts. When that thought comes up for you that you are trying to get rid of, when that sentence enters your brain, you just want to be like, oh, hey, Brad, I see you. Brad is in the building. You just want to recognize, oh, there it is. There's my sentence. Hey, I see you. And then step two, you want to tell that sentence, hey, we don't think that anymore. And then step three, redirect. Think something different on purpose. So if you are a mom or a dad, you know all about redirecting, especially if you have a toddler, right? When your toddler is throwing a tantrum or they're freaking out and you're trying to get them to do something, like if I'm trying to get my kids to go somewhere and my little guy has a tantrum and he freaks out, what do I do? I redirect. I'm like, hey, Brooks, here's a book. Here's some Cheerios. We're going to see the cute Santa that's outside. Let's go, right? Like I'm trying to redirect his brain to think of something else so we can get in the car. It's the exact same with your brain. So the thought comes up and you're like, oh, hello, I see you. You're in the building. And then you tell yourself, hey, we don't think that anymore. And then you say, look at the gorgeous bananas on my counter. I love bananas. Potassium, am I right? Like you literally think something different on purpose. Now, I want to put this out there because I was teaching this to one of my clients this week. And she was like, okay, so I just need to do something to distract myself so I don't think it. And I said, no. It would honestly be better for you to sit down in a chair. When you recognize that that thought has entered your brain, then literally physically say out loud, hey, we don't think that anymore. And then consciously decide to think about something else. Don't eat something. Don't go scrub a toilet. Don't go put on JLo. But instead, consciously choose a different thought. Don't choose a different action to distract you from thinking about the thing. Literally just choose to think something different. Does that make sense? Now I'm going to tell you reasons why you aren't even going to want to try to change these sentences in your brain. Number one, you don't believe me. It's like, that's way too easy. A better marriage, more connection, more unity, more love for my spouse cannot be available to me if I just change the sentences in my brain. We don't believe it. It's too easy, right? It really is true. But that's going to be one of the reasons you don't even want to try because you don't believe that, that it's actually possible. Another reason you're not even going to want to try this is because it will actually require you to change. Just like I said at the beginning, if you want new results, you have to make new decisions, especially about the things you choose to think. 
So if you want to feel differently and have something different, you can't keep thinking the way you've always thought. And here's what's so funny. Even though you are unhappy and you're like you're struggling in your marriage, you're just not feeling that great or you don't feel really good about yourself or your husband or wife or whatever, even though you're unhappy, you are comfortably unhappy. It's easy for you. You know the road that you are on. You know what to do. It's predictable. You can expect things. And so changing is super scary because you know it's going to take effort and you know that it might, your brain presents this as a huge risk. It's like, this might not work, right? But here's the thing. If you don't transform your sentence, you get to stay the same. You get the same things, you get the same results, you'll feel the same feelings. You don't have to do anything. You don't have to take any action. And our brains love that. That's why we love donuts and we love Netflix and we love sleeping in because our brains are wired that way. All they want is to avoid pain, seek pleasure, seek comfort, right? We don't want to change the sentence in our brain because that's going to cause us to do something and we don't want to do that. And hello, we get to keep blaming our husband. If we don't change these sentences in our brain, we get to be the victim. And even though it sucks to be the victim, we kind of like to be the victim because we think we don't have any ownership or responsibility. It's just our husband's fault. And that feels easier. But it's not actually true because, hello, it's sucking for you. You're not getting the results that you want. You're feeling bad. Now, here's another thing that is kind of interesting. In order to change these sentences in your brain, you are going to have to give up the wife or the spouse that you are right now for the spouse you actually want to be. You have to give up the marriage you have right now for the marriage you actually really want to have and create. And are you willing to do that? Because right now, where you are, where you're believing these sentences in your brain, you don't have to take certain action that makes you uncomfortable. So for example, if one of the sentences is, he never listens to me, and then you decide, well, that's the sentence I'm gonna change, that's gonna be really uncomfortable for you because all of a sudden, you are going to have to be more vulnerable. You're going to have to actually share what you're thinking and you're going to have to stand up and say things that maybe you haven't said before. So you have to give up keeping to yourself and just letting all of these sentences run in your mind without ever addressing them or taking care of them. Maybe your sentence, you want to change a sentence in your brain around sex so you can have a better relationship with your spouse regarding intimacy. So you're going to have to give up your limiting thoughts and beliefs about sex in order to create new ones that really serve you. You might have to give up your idea that you know the best and the right way to do all the things. You also might have to give up your excuses of, well, I just, I don't know what to do. This is his problem. We've always been this way. You are going to have to give things up in order to get what you actually want. So the question is, are you willing to do that? Are you willing to make the decision to have a very fierce belief in yourself that you can change these sentences in your brain and by so doing, you're going to get totally different results, but results that you actually want? I love that. You have to make the decision that you are going to fiercely believe in yourself and your ability to create change in your marriage. And can I tell you something? You're going to have to keep making it again and again and again because doubt is relentless doubt will always always be there there's doubt and there's desire and every day you have to decide which one is going to win if you don't want to believe something you don't have to 
if you want to stop believing that you never should have married this person, or if you want to stop believing that your spouse doesn't really care about you or even know you, you can. You don't have to believe anything that you don't want to. You are literally one sentence away from creating the marriage that you want, from creating more of the marriage that you want. You are one sentence away. And the way you change your marriage and the way you change how you feel in your marriage and about your marriage is just one sentence at a time. You don't ever need to change the other person. We don't know how to do that. It's not really possible. You just get to work on these sentences in your brain to wrap up. Step one, I want you to pay attention to your sentences. I want you to know them. What are the sentences running your marriage? Acknowledge them. When it comes into your brain, say, oh, hey, I see you. You're in the building. We don't think that anymore. Redirect. Have the courage to redirect and to think about something different, to think about something else. It doesn't even have to correlate with marriage, right? If you're trying to change the thought of like, my marriage is really difficult, So when you notice that it comes into your brain, you just tell it, hey, we don't think that anymore. And then you can think, hmm, I think I'm going to make fajitas for dinner. Choose to think something different on purpose. The last analogy I want to use is these sentences in your brain are like invites to a party. So let's say you're hosting a party and you invite Samantha every time to come to every event that you have. And Samantha never comes. You have sent Samantha 28 invitations to different parties over the years, and she has not come one time. So at some point, you are going to stop inviting Samantha because you just know she never comes. It's not really worth sending an invite because I send it and she doesn't come. Same thing in your brain. Your brain is going to invite you to engage with that sentence multiple times a day. And it's fine. It's not bad. But when you get the invite, you just say, no, thank you. The more you reject the invite, the less invites will come. Does that make sense? And that is totally in your power. But this will just require a level of consciousness with your own thinking that you might not be used to. And it's okay. But just try it out because you really are one sentence away from getting closer to the kind of marriage that you want to have. You totally know that that's true. And this work works. All right, my friends, go pay attention to your sentences. Try paying attention to it, saying, no, no, we don't think that anymore, and thinking something different on purpose, and just recognize that this is in your power. God gave us agency. You are literally allowed and able and totally capable to choose what you will think about all the things. You get to decide. All right, my friend, go try it on, and we will see you here next time. Take care.